Yes, baby. Yes. Yes, baby. goes back to a father figure in my life that would tell me when are you going to start break, stop breaking your own heart I don't know where this podcast is going to go not this episode what I do know is God is working with me still never given up on me. She's never given up on me. Shout out to God. If I had any words for my son, I would tell him to love harder. Because it's going to be needed. I wish I knew what it would be like to receive what I put out, what I give, honestly. But I'm so desensitized, synthesized, whatever the fucking word is, y'all know what the fuck I'm saying, that today I received some news. In the moment of processing it, it was all fun and games. That right there was the first sign that I was not okay. After that, I guess you could call it the stages of grief. I, uh, I noticed that I got real quiet and I started thinking And I guess that would be me trying to rationalize what I was actually feeling. Because I associate pain differently. I associate it not with tears, but with actions. And to cry is an action, but tears could be tears of joy, tears of sadness, sorrow, excitement. You know, I've laughed and cried at the same time before, so tears, I feel, are just a chemical reaction to the body. And I guess I'm realizing how cerebral I really am when it comes to dealing with my emotions due to the fact that I can't express them the way I used to be able to, all because of the trauma that I've let build up over the years that I'm slowly shedding every episode happening to me right now (laughs) heartbreaks never feel any different from the first one you know it hurts just as much to lose a loved one 
that it does to lose a job. I've always tried to do the best that I can with what I know in an understanding that I may lack some of the things that are quality that I need because of how I've always villainized how I was brought up. But I also remember that the perception I had as a child and how I was brought up changed over time with maturity because as a child you don't see all the other things and pressures of life that affect your dynamics in the relationships with your parents. My mom taught me to be optimistic. She always told me to keep going. Never stand still, but she always wanted me to sit still. That's the funny thing about it. I wonder why I respond the way I do when when sadness and crazy situations happen. The more I study my daughter when she just doesn't feel like talking, the more I study my son and the little clips and pictures that I get from him. We're always in deep thought. We are a cerebral family. We don't really process our emotions externally, out loud. And I'm having a hard time right now. I really am. I'm having a hard time trying to transition from puppy love to real love. I've learned that you can't love without suffering, but that's what makes the love worth it. But suffering is not to be confused with abuse just because... It can be painful at certain temporary times. I find myself wanting to do what has been done to me, yet I can never really do it. And that's when I realized that's because that's not in me to do. This isn't a sad story. truth is that knowledge hurts. Drake said it best, it hurts to know. Knowledge is pain and that is why it hurts to know. But with what hurts to know comes the seeds for optimism. If you have hope and faith. That's why I never give up on God. I always go to God first. And I guess that's the reason why I'm so emotionless when it comes to people and more passionate. Because I take my emotions that I'm feeling when I don't know what I'm feeling and I take it straight to source before I take it to the spouse, friends, and family. But it still hurts nonetheless. But I'm so used to being alone and talking to myself. I guess that's me rationalizing. That I don't really know how to express myself with other people I'm better at expressing myself in my own temple my body so I guess I'm releasing today everything I guess this is what the men would call true manhood You know, there were certain things that I just don't agree with anymore. I don't understand why people say they want something they're not willing to change for in order to get it, but yet they expect to have it doing the same things that doesn't allow them to have it.
we believe in this psychosis of what love is supposed to look like and feel like instead of creating our own version of what it actually is to us. So I don't think I've ever loved anybody. I've tolerated them because I was always tolerated. So I thought, or so I think. I'm guessing this is a year of death. Not in the physical sense, but in the metaphysical sense, in the emotional sense, in the putting away childlike structures that I've believed in so much to where it's brought me to a place of delusional concepts and just sitting here thinking about these things it's like wow I've really grown (laughs) and I'm proud of myself you know I fight depression a lot I fight wars that nobody knows about in my head a lot I get triggered a lot sometimes I don't have the discipline to control my outbursts and then sometimes I don't have the discipline to talk because I'm so numb to what's happening and I it, it goes back to the medicine that I took when it came to processing my emotions I was high so I would be in deep thought and that's how I would process my meditation I would process my energy I would process my emotional feelings toward things that I didn't like you know raising yourself as a man is hard because you don't know what it's supposed to be like until you surround yourself by other men and then you realize that's not what you want to be like so really it doesn't matter who's in front of you or who you pick as a mentor you have to be the person that decides whether you want to entertain and become like this or is this more in alignment for you pain that I'm feeling right now, I can't even describe it because that's how desynthesized I am. That's how numb I've become because I'm so used to being let down, disappointed, abandoned, and broken down. Yet I find strength every single time these things happen. I find strength and faith in God and I sometimes have to sit back and wonder if God is the source of my apathy towards humanity. Or is it what I was told God was? I don't believe God is love anymore. I believe he's hate because a lot of the people that say they want love or to evolve They do it through hate. They get off on hurting other people. It's a game to them. And I wasn't raised like that. I was raised through things like that. But it was out of not being able to express oneself appropriately due to the fact that their upbringing was built on tough love. I don't believe love is soft. I don't. You know, I believe security is soft. I believe trust is soft, not hard. But the action to go forward not knowing the optimistic part about it that's the hard part walking into what could be the worst decision or the best decision of your life is hard it's not soft 
It's done softly, but it's hard. I don't know if that makes sense. It does to me. I get what I'm trying to say, but I don't, like I said, I don't know if I can express it as clearly as I'm feeling it. You know, people, they, they, they say things like they want to see you cry. Crying was always a sign of pain for me in the way that it was bad. You know, that might be a problem with my perception. I always felt like if you have tears and they're not tears of joy or excitement, then it was bad. You know, so I, I, I stay away from the tear part because tears don't solve anything. Yeah, they feel good, but that feeling good is a lie because you're crying, because you're hurting, yet... It feels good to cry. The paradox is insane. You dig? I'd rather laugh. But then when you laugh, it's like you don't care. That's what most people think. Or when you're quiet, you're just not there. You're disassociated. And I don't know if it's because of all the experiences I've seen where pain has taken over that I believe more in pain than I do love now. Hate is love on the same vibration just at its lowest form yet most people hate than they do love they ask for love they want love but only in intention or it's only intended so that they can hate more I don't know I know I sound confusing I'm really trying to get back to a place where Wei Wu Wei is just a tool. It's a product of a lifestyle where you don't try to control things. I don't want to be taken back to a place I've already surpassed and I've already overcome. I work too hard to get where I'm at. To be stifled by other people's opinions about me on the choices they believe I make based off of their own perception of what they think is painful. I could tell somebody all day the truth, but if they don't want to believe it and they already have an opinion about me and they already feel strongly about that opinion, That person that they're trying to connect their pain with, whether it's me or not, only exists in their mind. And I can't make them see who I am. So I'm starting to learn that a lot of the pain that I supposedly feel are just projections of who I used to be and how I used to handle certain situations. When you make a mistake, it's not because you did it on purpose. You didn't know. And I guess I I give so much grace to myself, but I also hold myself accountable to the point that I expect others to do that. And yet, I still get upset when they don't. Not understanding that free will allows them to be who they are. I want to love 100% freely with no restraints and yet I restrain myself every time because I know what comes with loving freely. It's 50% pain and 50% joy. Making permanent decisions on temporary feelings has never been my go-to. It's never been my thing to do. Because when I did that, when I was younger, I lost and burned bridges that I could never get back. That actually meant something to me. But because of my pride, ego, and... will to be right, rather than... in love, 
I lost a lot of things. People. Opportunities. You know, it was an older man that told me that I cherish my relationships more than I cherish the need to be right. And that forever changed me. That one simple line. I wish I didn't think so much sometimes. Yet, at the same time, I'm glad I think so much because I don't want to be brain dead and walking around like a fucking stupid idiot zombie that most people are. They're so detached. Me included. I'm detached when it comes to my emotions because of I feel I have to be. Because I'm too special. You know, a lot of these things we can communicate about, but we don't really believe them. And we don't believe them because you can see it in our actions every day. Why would you want to hurt somebody that you claim you love on purpose? We all have shit that we have to deal with. We all go through abuse. We all are abusive to somebody. In some way, whether it's verbal, whether it's emotional, whether it's manipulative, whether it's physical. Like, I'm not condoning abuse at all. But the abuse to yourself is where that starts. The neglect to yourself is where that starts. And I don't know, I just... I look at my kids and I'm just like, nah, not y'all. Y'all aren't going through this. I want to figure out the key to make sure they don't have to go through this where I can prevent it so that when they do get these experiences everything that I've taught them will come to their aid when I can't I don't know how much time I have left But I can't go off of this. It's going to get better. It's going to get better. I don't see that happening. It never does. And we as a people have been struggling with this psychosis of get up, try again, get up, try again, get up, try again. Nigga, I'm tired. I don't want to get up. I don't want to try again. I'm tired of breaking my own heart. I'm not Jesus, yo. I'm not. People want me to be their hero and they're not even the hero to their own story. I'm an anti-hero, I'm an anti-villain. And if me being the villain in your story empowers you to go after everything that you want, that you feel you need to become successful, even though I have nothing to do with your destiny, I'm just here to support, then so be it. That's how I feel about a lot of things. There's so much other stuff that's so more important to me then how people view me or their opinions about why I do what I do. How I move. Niggas just worried about the way I make decisions or how I do it and they haven't even left their mom's house yet. They haven't even hopped off the porch to go pursue their own dreams. They want to take the shortcuts. I've already done the shortcuts and it didn't work. It landed me right back where I'm at right now. You can't make somebody see you for who you are. And so so many people who know this say, fuck them. But then if you say, fuck them, how are you representing the very thing we all claim we want for ourselves and our children, which is community, love, fellowship, and connection? Even our process in thinking about what love truly is, is rooted in hate and lack. Somebody always has it worse. That's what they say. That's what narcissists say. 
Oh, you'll get over it. You'll get over it. What if I don't want to get over it? What if I can't? I can't even tell you who's broken my heart. Because it's been broken so many times. It doesn't matter who it is. It still feels the same. No matter what the situation is. And people get used to feeling that so much that they start breaking other people's hearts just so they don't have to feel that. And then in the long run, they still feel it anyway. (laughs) What's the saying in the military? Shit. It hurts to not do nothing and it hurts to do something. Which one are you going to live on? You're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. I put all the blame on me, but still hurts. It still hurts. What's the point in blaming myself for some shit that I can't control? With the very things that I can control, if they lead to the loss of life or if they lead to the loss of a connection or a friendship or a burned bridge, that still falls on me regardless whether it survives or it doesn't. But the pain that I feel in the process of trying to figure this shit out, it hurts all the same. I feel like children are the only ones that don't get to choose why they love people. And that's why I teach my daughter the things that I teach her. And I let her know that her voice is powerful and she has a choice in the matter. Because we expect children just to agree with everything we do because we're older. And most of the people that are older are children themselves and they don't even put up with that. But we expect our children to put up with that. And it's just funny because as I, I feel all of these emotions right now. I'm reminded of my daughter laughing and just saying, Dad, it's okay. Some things just aren't meant for you. And I think me being coupled with somebody after 10 years of failed experiments where I half-assed tried, where I fully tried, and neither one of them worked, Just, I don't know. I think I'm okay. I think I'm really okay with being alone now. And I've been okay with being alone, action-wise, work-wise, you know, solitude. But that's because I had vices. Now I don't have those vices, and that's because I chose not to have those vices. And so I have to find other ways to cope with the voids that I have because I can't talk to my dad my godfather not physically anyway and I don't talk to my mom about certain things that I feel she never got to experience because she never showed us those experiences strength can be a weakness as well as a proactive defense I believe there is a such thing as being too strong. And some of those people that are too strong are actually the softest people in the world. I feel everything at once all the time. But I've learned how to rationalize what I feel as just feelings rather than actual facts. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, you know? I don't want my son to love harder. I said that in the beginning of this podcast. I want him to love harder. In fact, I want to change that. I want you to love softer. I do. 
because hard love hurts. And soft love may hurt too, but it'll feel better. But at the same time, I'm the type of person, don't kill me softly. Because I'm going to die either way. I'm straight to the point with it. I'm blunt. It's what makes me me. I have to be. But as I sit out here in nature, in this peace, and I'm just sitting with myself and all these emotions that I'm feeling right now, I can't even verbalize what I'm trying to say. As I work through my communication issues of why I'm so... of why I'm so disconnected from true feeling. I realize that I feel everything and I'm not disconnected at all. I'm just nonchalant. So much peace, yet so much chaos at the same time. It's crazy. I don't think I was put here to love because it's always gotten me hurt. But I also wasn't put here to hate because that's also always gotten me hurt. So now I'm taking love and hate out of the equation. I'm trying to understand and integrate what passion really is versus what it's been we've been taught. I know what I don't like. I've always known that. But what's the difference between acceptance and tolerance? It's a good thought to think and meditate on. Most people say what you tolerate is what you allow. But you can't control anything. There are circumstances of why you tolerate certain things that have been programmed into you and they're not even you. It was a program. It was an upbringing. It was a training. It was an indoctrination. It was an introduction to how the world works versus what you want the world to look like. are focused on what works rather than what's real. And I don't want to live like that anymore. I'm in so much pain and I can't even fucking cry, bro. That shit's not cool. I'm my own therapist. I'm my own psychiatrist, yet I can't get myself out of my own head. (laughs) Failure has never been a setback for me. Losing has always been embraced. I love to lose because in the end, it made me better. In the end, it makes me who I am. And with that, I begin to win. But what's the point of winning if you lose yourself in the process and you become somebody that you no longer recognize? I don't want to be who I used to be 10 years ago. I used to tell this shit to my boys all the time. It was just like, bro, you think that's cool? That you'll actually think about hurting somebody? 
I'll go do this. Man, I'm about to go back to my old ways. I'm about to go back to my old ways. Your old ways got you to where you are right now. How is that going to help you get further? You need to find new ways. That's what I would tell them. That's what I still tell them. It's up to them to follow the advice. But now I'm doing the advice on myself, and it's just like, I don't even recognize my old ways. Because those old ways weren't really my ways. It was how I coped with the shit that I was dealing with at the time. I was in shock. It was a shock response. Flight or fight. I know I don't want to lose people. I value my relationships more than I value being right. I love admitting fault because it means I'm human. Even with all this extra shit that I hype up about myself because it's the truth and it's because of what I've experienced and what I've walked into, I'm still human. I'm still a child at heart. But learning how to voice my frustrations and feelings versus just accepting that I will never be loved when all the world has given me is love, even through hate, I can't do that. I haven't figured out a way to be able to express myself 100% without feeling. But because I don't show feeling, whatever that means, people think otherwise. For example, my son is sick and he throws up all over me. This happened with me and Lyric once. Lyric got sick while we were swimming and she threw up all over me. Instinctually, instinct-wise, I caught the throw up and I threw it over my shoulder and I picked her up and I carried her to the chair. I laid her down, got it all out of her system, I cleaned up. And there was this lady that was looking at me. She was like, how does that not bother you? And I was like, oh, it bothers me. It's a scary thing to see your child throwing up. It's terrifying. You don't know what's wrong, especially if you're not a doctor. But in the moment, the shock response, the flight or fight, I put all of the emotion and feeling to the side and did what had to be done in order to keep her alive and well and to not worry, to not be shaken up or scared, you know? I had to be strong for her, so I told myself, even though it was breaking me down on the inside because I'm seeing my loved one hurt. But I didn't cry. Not on the outside, anyway. This is why I say I die daily. Paul said this in the Bible. I die daily. The shortest verse in the Bible is Jesus wept. Because of ignorance. You know, I feel like our abusive upbringings... And these narcissistic patterns that we run into over and over again. That we tell ourselves this is all we'll amount to when we fail something that we were really working. Sometimes you have to fail forward. Sometimes you have to lean in and fall forward. But why do you hold resentment about your misgivings and mistakes? That's what I couldn't understand about me. And because I didn't have my parents to sit up here and tell me or show me a better way, I used to resent my adopted mom for it. But the one thing I've learned over the years in our relationship and how drastically it's changed, like seriously, I love that woman. 
I can say that, is that with time and wisdom applied, everything that she did for me was to make sure that I didn't end up becoming codependent. That's a good thing, and then it's also a bad thing. It's a catch-22, because in order to love, you have to be codependent. There's nothing wrong with that. It's only something wrong with it when the codependency becomes more of a me thing versus a we thing working together in partnership or community or team. This whole ideology idealization and infrastructure of everybody's got to look out for themselves I'm out for me, me, me if everybody is a reflection of you then that's false reality you know I was breaking down something a couple days ago about men and women and how I feel God's put men and women bodies and women and men bodies because the science is that a man ejaculates and the sperm is the life or the seed that fertilizes the egg in the womb the men give life the women receive life and then they nurture it and then that life springs forward they don't give life to that body though That's why women can be killed and still give birth. The baby can still be birthed if they get to the woman in time. Because it has a life of its own. So I 100% believe. I mean, God put, what, the G-spot in a male? In his anus. But then deems that anal shit is fucking whatever you know that's a story for another topic but I look at that and I'm starting to realize with the transhumanism and hermaphrodite programming that has been given and set with this divine masculine bullshit that keeps getting talked about it's like scholars and everybody who's an intellectual is trying to rationalize the work of God through science Rather than just being way, woo, way, you know? But women move more masculine and men are starting to move more feminine. And yet, what's understood doesn't need to be explained. Somebody said some shit yesterday where it was okay for a woman to want to marry her dad. That gave me nothing but pedophile vibes. A woman searches for a a her dad and every man I don't believe that because there's too many people out here that didn't have dads or their dads died for whatever reason or their dads were locked up for whatever reason or their dad just wasn't there for whatever reason but yet these same people will clown and destroy a man if he said he searches for his mom and the woman that he wants to marry that's strong pedophilic vibes predatory vibes why not search for yourself because you're not your mom and you're not your dad so when you find somebody that reminds you of you and you can see yourself in all of them and show yourself grace why wouldn't you cherish that I don't know what's happening to me. I'm terrified of it. But I embrace it. My mind is changing on a lot of things. I'm not even 33 yet. I got one more Saturn return to go through. In the next 10, 12 years. I know this is thought-provoking. As much as I want to cut myself off to the world, I can't. Because I'm needed right now. 
My presence alone is needed right now. I'm holding on my faith by a thread. Like I said, there's a lot of deaths this year. And I'm talking about egoic, ego, spiritual, emotional, mental. You think you are this person until the pressure is applied and then you realize who you truly are. And most people are starting to realize who they are is very far from who they're trying to become. And they don't like that you can see that. And so they try to hurt you because they don't want the truth to be told about themselves. But it's not our place to tell your truth. And the fact that you think I would judge you for being just who you are, whether you're good or bad, is heartbreaking. Not only do you not believe in yourself enough to make the right decisions, you also don't believe in anybody that God places around you to make sure you make the right decisions. So you just go keep self-sabotaging to do and fulfill the very thing you hate about yourself. I'm guilty of it. Not this year, not last year, but the year before that. I can't use people to get over my own issues. I just can't. And I don't align with anybody that can do that. Because that is the very fabric of society and the institution that has been created with the structure that we have as a foundation of people and community that is killing us. I don't like this shit. And when I don't like something, I either change it or I step away from it. No questions asked. You won't get a word from me. People don't realize what they have until it's gone. There are people that are still alive. But they're dead, if that makes sense. Like, that is some fucked up, petty, prideful shit. You can't have real conversation and connection and communication because the world has got you on this. Cut this person off. Cut that person off. Blah, blah, this and blah, blah, that. Fuck them. If they're not feeding your ego and doing what you need them to do in the sense of making you feel good about yourself which is narcissistic as fuck because nobody can make you feel good about yourself but you. It's your body. It's your esteem. It's self-esteem of you, bitch. We all know the Cat Williams comedy sketch. Niggas want you to be their hero in their story. I don't get it. The things that I create, the things that I do are examples and physical incarnations of what I believe in. From my children to the work that I do, to the people that I talk to, to the food that I eat, to the beliefs that I have. Based off the knowledge I've gained from the experience of pain and suffering. So to think that I would purposely hurt somebody on purpose when I've been hurt in the same way. Rather than giving the benefit of the doubt. You will give the benefit of the doubt when it comes towards hatred. Before you do it when it comes towards grace. You don't want love. We as people don't want love. We want hatred. We believe in the negative. The negative has become reality for us. I'm not going to speak for all people because it ain't the reality for me. I'm more apathetic towards these situations. The entitlement to think we get what we deserve or we want what we deserve when in reality we don't even know what it is that we're worthy of to deserve or to have because we feel that we have to manifest which comes from a system of lack. Because you're only manifesting what you think you don't have. That is the basis and the foundation of all spirituality. 
we felt we were lacking something because we told ourselves in the mind that we were lacking something. So we needed something to be a scapegoat that showed us and validated our existence. That we were loved and worried and worthy and cherished. And that's why I stay in nature because flowers don't ask to bloom. They just do. Animals don't ask to be fed. They just are. They know how to eat. When they're hungry, they eat. Simplicity is the closest thing to me to what I believe love is versus all of this intellectual verbiage of what love is supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? You know, when a baby cries, you pick them up. You feed them. You console them. You hold them. You play with them. You give them a little bit of attention. Not all your attention. Until they're satisfied. And then you go off and you continue living and doing the things that you're supposed to be doing. It's the moments of the good days that keep you going through the rough and tough days. But if you're only focused on rough and tough things and hurtful things and hardful things, you don't have any love in your heart. So what you have in your heart is mirrored in front of you and then externally projected onto you because you're the one, you're the creator behind the projection. What you're seeing is who you are until it's not who you are anymore and you have to make the conscious choice to not keep breaking your own heart. I'm done with self-sabotaging. I have been for over a year and a half now. My son's my second chance. And I've accomplished that goal. It's up to me to continue that goal to move forward. But at the same time, I don't have to deal with self-hatred. Because I don't hate myself. To hate myself is to hate my children. And whenever I see them, they can do no wrong, even when they're wrong. Like, that's any parent about their children. And if we're children of God, and God says we're his children, or she says we're his, her children, we can do no wrong. Even when we're wrong. But it has to be felt on an intuitive and intuitional instinct. It can't be this wishy-washy, manipulative, I'm going to do this because this person's doing that, when you don't even know what this person is doing that, and if they are doing something, you don't even know why they're doing it. You just think you know. It's the perception of this shit that has me. Out of sorts. Nobody's original anymore. Everybody wants to copy what they think love is from somebody else who they don't even know. Everybody wants to... Nobody's creating their own idea of what love should be. That's what I do with my daughter. That's why we bond the way we bond. That's why we're different. That's the bond that I have with my son. That's the bond I have with all y'all. The very thing that everybody would shun you for... I'm here telling you, nigga, do that shit if you really want to. You might find and save somebody's life doing that shit. Because it was done for me. I've always looked at my adoption as a negative up until I was about 22. For the last seven years, I've been looking at it and it's just like it was a blessing. You know, with time and maturity, understanding, having my own kids and going through life up until this point... Yes, it could have been worse, but I'm here. And now I'm getting to a point in my life where I don't even want to be here anymore. Oh, no, I can't do that. I work too hard to get where I'm at with the help of God and the people that he sent around me. So when I get to a point to where I feel like I resent myself and the persons that I'm talking to or dealing with, no. No, sir. Hell no. I remember why I started. 
with everything that I do. And I refuse to put somebody in a position to where they will hate me for something I've done versus they will love me for something I've given them to gain better understanding of themselves. I'm not about to sit up here and be a true villain to you based off of your insecurities. If you want to villainize me, if you want to tell me I'm the villain in your story, that's fine. Because I know deep down inside, you're in pain. Deep down inside, it's you versus you. Who you say I am versus who I actually am are two different people. And that's with anybody and everybody. That's why you have some people who say they like you because you're like this. And some people who say they like you because you're like that. And some people don't like you because you're like this. And some people don't like you like that. That's how it's supposed to be. But at the end of the day, you got to watch their motives of why they're telling you these things and why you care about it. Because at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck what people think about me, nigga. I don't live for people. I live for my kids. That's the only validation I need. And God, and if God is pleased with what the fuck I'm doing and I'm not suffering in the way that I could be, like everybody else is, then I know I'm on the right path. And I'm not about to sit up here and beat myself up and throw a pity party and go outside because somebody else doesn't understand that they are their own issue. Hurt people hurt people. And those who have been hurt by people hurt themselves. Which hurts people. So no. I don't know if I believe in love anymore. I believe in tolerance. I believe in joy still. Hopefully that doesn't change. But I guess this is what happens. I guess this podcast should be called Growing Pains. I just wish people would stop capping. The lack of love... never saw it coming and I guess because I didn't see it coming I'm unbecoming I've grown and I'm proud of myself for that if you truly love something you have a chance to make it right that who wants to live in a world alone it's not fun trust me all the money in the world can't buy you companionship all the children in the world can't bring you joy you have to have it within yourself first and that's one of the things that I was blessed with which is why I can be alone in all ways now not just in thought theory and money and physicality of doing the things I'm supposed to as a responsible adult or as a parent but in spirit I've graduated and I hope y'all find y'all peace too I really do the way I face obstacles now is totally different from five years ago two years ago three years ago Like, nigga, my mind has been so expanded to where my heart resonates with my consciousness on a level that I never thought was possible. I really do see the good in everybody, and that could be my downfall. But it's worth falling down for. I mean, at the end of the day, we're all fallen angels, right? We fell in evolution. We fell in love why fear that I don't want love anymore as in the process of I don't want to keep putting myself last but I also don't want to be fueled and full of hate either or bitterness or resentment if you got those characteristics mm -mm, you can't come near me I don't want to be around you that's icky I don't like that 
I look at your moralistic compass and the reason and the intent on why you do shit before I look at what you do. Like I said, I've grown. And it may be for the worse for other people, but for me, I'm at peace with who I'm becoming. Growing pains. my first vent session I've done on a podcast but I had to let these feelings out and I have to keep practicing on letting them out in other ways soon I'll get to singing and rapping again I was just freestyling on IG Siraka the 7 S-I-R-U-A-C-H of the 7 that's on Instagram this shit is just I don't know I've I love y'all. Peace.